how I treat my business is as a sport. I treat my business as a game and I'm trying to win. Yeah. So if you're on my team, you better want to win. Yeah. And it's not about showing up and doing your best. Nobody has time for doing your best. It's not doing your best. It's get it done. Welcome back to the Black is the New Rich podcast. I am actually super excited for my next guest. Um, I look up to her uh, for her business aspects and because she's a shark and she's been doing this for a very long time. And actually, to be honest, I don't even want to take your shine. I want you to introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm Dakota Ray. I'm the CEO of EQ. And before we get into it, I just want to shout out Corey here. I mean, this is big time. Thank you. I appreciate it. I think it. a lot of people talk about doing things. Very few people actually do them. So this is exciting Thank you. for me. Thank and you. congratulations. Thank I've been you. watching it. You've been doing really well. So it's big. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So, before we get into what you're doing now, because you are doing big things. Actually, can you explain what your company is about first? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So my company's called EQ. Um, we're a strategy firm. Okay. And we kind of have two focuses. Okay. So our main focus is focused on explosive growth. Okay. Okay. Number one, with talent. So we represent top tier talent. Yeah. And we help them build businesses. Ooh, and we help them get brand deals. Okay. And we help them make money, honey. Who's the okay. who's some of the top tier talent that you have right Woo! now? <laughs> How long do you have? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's funny. And I wanted to I want to take a second to just shout out some of the women. Yes. In in, in particular. Let's do it. Um, right now, there's a young woman actually playing right now in the ACC tournament, Cheyenne Day Wilson. It's six o'clock, so I'm pretty sure she's just, you know, uh, teed off. Um, and so she's a Canadian, uh, young woman, 18 years old, yeah. uh, phenom, top WNBA recruit, um, just named ACC Freshman of the Year. Jeez, top up. 10, buddy, <laughs> top 10, w, like NCAA um, Freshman of the Year. Like, yeah. she's a big deal. Okay. I want to talk about, so she's somebody who I think is important to, to outline. Absolutely. Uh, Brandy Wilkerson okay. as well, Olympian that okay. we represent. Okay. First woman of color to have ever represented Team Canada for her sport, which is beach volleyball. Wow, that's And she's big, big time. That's big. And her athleticism transcends being a woman athlete, mm -hmm. like when we go check for check and talk about some of her skill sets and just her numbers, like it compares to the men in the wow. sport. So for me, she's just different. Like yeah. when we talk about like the Naomi Osaka, Serena William, like of Canada, yeah. to me, she's that. Yeah. And then some. Um, so I want to just highlight those, those two women in particular, Absolutely. just today, Absolutely. many more to come. But obviously, you know, for us, we have four different sectors. So we have like our content creators, cool. YouTubers, TikTokers, influencers, podcasters. Uh, gang. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we have our sports division, yeah. which is our NBA talent, yeah. Olympian talent. Um, and then we have our e collegiate division, which is all our collegiate level athletes Okay. with the new NIL ruling that's come into place. Okay. College athletes can brand themselves. Okay. So that's a big deal. Okay. That so is we a big help deal. them as well. And then we have brands that we work with so brands come to us almost as a creative agency. Okay. We come up with concepts for them and plug them into our talent. So okay. it's just this. So you're just making your talent money. Exactly. And strategy. Exactly. Okay. okay. That's our goal. So before I'm going to dive deeper into that, but I'm going to go, I'm going to take it back. Sure. Um, after high school, what mm -hmm. were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. College. Yeah. So didn't do the college university thing. Wow. Just wasn't for me. Okay. Um, 
I think everybody's shocked that I have a high school degree just in that I, I well, I call that high school degree. It's diploma. See? Yeah, diploma. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Um, I think people are shocked because I just was not a good student traditionally Yeah. in the sense of like got A's and attended every class. Like I didn't. Yeah. I, I genuinely could have cared less. Yeah. I was somebody who played a lot of sports. Yeah. And I went to a school in Brampton called Mayfield. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> um, and I went for singing. Okay, and so singing and music and playing sports yeah. was what brought me to school. Okay. Um, being able to like play in Ropsa and play in Offsa and like all these like winning things brought me there. Competitiveness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like me being in school, I was bored to tears and I could care less. <laughs> yeah. That's just me. So I didn't do the college university thing. I left high school. I was the year off kid. Okay. Right. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to take a year off. And, and shout out honestly to my parents who never forced me mm-hmm. to be like, no, you got to go to school. Like yeah. you have to do that. They mm-hmm. were like, okay. Yeah. Cause I've just had proven that I was like, I worked since I was 14 mm-hmm. and I worked everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like Tim Hortons, Wonderland, Swish LA, da-da-da. like I just worked everywhere. So you were after it from young. I wanted my money mm-hmm. cause I didn't want nobody to tell me nothing. <laughs> okay. Like that was just me. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. So then I kind of left high school, was working at a restaurant. I ended up kind of falling ass backwards into this role, meeting this gentleman, George Frempong and Robert Herchevac who's a shark on Shark Tank. Oh, wow. Who uh, ended up hiring me on. From uh, 18. 18, yeah. Yeah. What a mentor to have. Oh, yeah, big time. So where does it go from there? Yeah, so I, I uh, start working with them as an executive assistant mm-hmm. uh, at the Hertzweck Group. I then move on to marketing. And I liked marketing. I enjoyed marketing. But I found out very quickly going back to me after high school, which is like, what do I really what do I really care about? Well, winning. Mm-hmm. And how do I grab that in my hand? Well, it's money for mm-hmm. me. Not everybody's motivated by money. Yeah. And that's completely OK. Yeah. But I am motivated. By money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for me, it was like, how do I make some more money? And I had a conversation with George, who's the co-founder of the business. And he said, you know, marketing's fun, but it's kind of play play. Like if you want money, you got to be into sales. And so I shifted into sales and then worked there um, for three more years. I left that company, uh, kind of got, pl- I guess, um, recruited essentially to another tech company in Toronto. Uh, okay, dope. They brought me on and I kind of doubled my salary overnight. Mm-hmm. So that was big time. And it was just in my ability to like say with a straight face, oh, I'm earning this when yeah. really I wasn't. Yeah. But I just sold myself. Mm-hmm. And then I doubled my salary and then um, grew that company out. They brought me on to do one specific thing. I did it. I accomplished it. Mm-hmm. And at that point I was like, I feel I'm pretty good at this. I figured it out. Stuff. Yeah. Why am I not eating my own food here? Yeah. Like what's going on here? Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm making money, but I'm only leaving with this portion, but I'm making the whole dinner. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, I'm confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. at that point I said, I'm going to, I'm going to make the whole dinner and then I'm going to eat the whole dinner. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. We're going to make this much and only eat this much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That math's not sitting right with me. Yeah. So I just decided I got to do my own thing. And, and then I started my business. And was the first, so this is the first business that you started solely by yourself? So, yeah. So I, so my business EQ has transitioned over time. I started my business as yeah. a sales and marketing strategy company, okay. specifically for brands. Okay. And then it was a consulting company that over time in the last year and a half, I transitioned the business from a sales and marketing strategy company for brands into not only for brands, but for people, talent Uh and plugging brands into them. So it was a natural transition. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. So, so take me, okay. So 18 to 21, you're at 18 to like 23, 23, 24. Yep. 23 to you're telling people my age. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) 
sorry. Okay. That's okay. The That's next, fine. The next couple of years, yes, yes, yes. what happened? Okay, so um, basically around 24, 25, when I decided to leave the second tech company, Okay. Um, I had I had missed out, or I perceived that I had missed out on the college university experience, right? Because okay. I was working so hard from 18 to 25, and I was okay. giving it, yeah. and I was like, oh, I didn't get to like chill yeah. and like relax and yeah. have that experience. And I'd made some good money for myself at that time. Um, and so uh, my dad's Jamaican. I visited there. Like my dad's from Canada, but like I visited my family out there. I went out there a ton. And I ended up kind of falling into meeting people that were building this real estate development and they had different houses. And I ended up buying a property in Jamaica. Oh, wow. Um, and I bought it and I was going to Airbnb it originally. And then it got built finally because mm-hmm. you know the, the people take long. Take really long. <laughs> you already know how you already know how long that took. So then I I finally got the house. I went to Airbnb it like was went down like got all the furniture. And then I was like, this is a vibe. Like yeah. I don't know. Like I, I think I should move here. Wow. Like I think I should move here and live here. And so I got my Jamaican citizenship through my dad and. Uh, moved down there and, and I ended up, I, my plan was to be there for a year, year and a half. <laughs> I ended up being there for four years. Wow. So yeah. So this business, I actually started in Jamaica remotely okay. consulting. Yeah. And then over time when I came back about almost two years ago. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow. Dope. Take me um, through the buying property in Jamaica process. How does sure. that work? Sure. So if, well, if you're a Canadian, um, mm-hmm. it's going to be a little bit difficult. Oh, because you got your citizenship first? Yes. I got my Jamaican citizenship. Also, it's a lot And then easier. I bought through that. And there's this thing called the TRN number that you need, which is like our SIN number and yeah. all these different things. It is a headache. I'm okay. not going to pretend like okay. it's not a headache. Okay. Like most things in Jamaica, God love Jamaica, but <laughs> it's a headache. So it's a process, but I, I enjoyed it. I did end up selling the home. So oh, I sold it. I thought you had it to this No, oh, no, okay. I sold it. I sold it because with after COVID, yeah. it just got to the point where I was renting it out to like Spanish builders and then nobody was traveling the island. It was just difficult. So uh, I was covering my mortgage here, covering the mortgage there. Yeah. It was getting silly. Yeah. So I just decided to sell it. But it was an interesting experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And sorry, just take me um, through the process of your Jamaican citizenship because is that because your dad's born there? Or? Yeah, because my dad's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually I got it through like my dad's my dad's mom. You get oh, it through okay. like your dad's mom's side, kind of. So you had to like do an application at like the Jamaica consulate here. It wasn't like hard. Yeah. I got it pretty quickly. So it's just a matter of going through the paperwork. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I have my Jamaican passport and my Canadian passport. So when I go to Jamaica, I just. Pass through, just okay. going through. <laughs> I don't need to wait in these big, big tourist lineups. Tourists not here. <laughs> okay, okay. So that's the only benefit. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. Okay. So then you started your job. You started EQ. Yes. Remotely. Yes. Right? Yes. And obviously, because I know you personally, mm-hmm. I know that when it comes to business, you are a shark. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you that. I'm gonna gas you up right now. You a you are a shark. How do you feel mm-hmm. like? I guess, would you say business or business is a male dominated Mm. industry still? Well, for sure. Yes. Yes. How do you, how do you maintain your assertiveness in that type of environment? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think like my personality (laughs) is just a little bit different um, in that, like for me again, like when I talk, as I talked about Brandy earlier, it's not a male, female thing. Like for me, it's just like who I am innately. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then people will throw around the word like alpha or she's mm-hmm. masculine, but, in you're certain just settings, but I'm like, I'm just like how I am. Yeah. So it is what it is. But, um, in terms of that level of assertiveness or just keeping, I think for women, it's just 
knowing that why are men at the top in certain settings or why do men dominate the business world? Uh, and I feel like I'm going to drop something that maybe not a lot of people know. It, it's not because men are that much more competent than women. <laughs> okay. Like it's not because of that. It's because their life isn't set up the same way women's life are in that. Are you talking about like having kids? Well, I'm talking about like having kids. Yeah. I'm talking about like given that encouragement, like from a young age, uh, a lot of time men are like, okay, well you're the breadwinner. You uh, go out true, and do true, this. True, yeah, and yeah. so I think like, societal social conditioning and social conditioning and cultural and so but i think there's a lot of um for me here's how i view it like i have to level out the playing field <laughs> right oh, yeah. so i have to wake up every day and go yes um i'm a woman yes men are going to take me as seriously off jump yeah. so i have to do a little bit more to prove to them how deathly serious i am yeah. right like yeah. i have to do that then number two i have a daughter so how do i buy back that time when men get to wake up in the morning and just show up at work on 1000 yeah right where i get to show up to work after waking up putting a kid like giving her breakfast bathing her taking getting her, her ready taking her to daycare and then i show up at work Buddy, I just, I just, like, I was, I ran a marathon. Yeah, like, yeah, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, and now I have to yeah. perform on the same level. So you got to level out your playing field, which is buying back time. So it's staying up later. It's waking up earlier. Mm -hmm. It's just being more strategic with your time, mm -hmm. having a small circle. I don't have a bag of, bag of friends, people I'm around. I don't have time. I'm yeah. busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. you have to, you have to be so smart and so strategic with your time. Yeah. And so for women, I think it's just like level your playing field as much as you can. And then at least you have a stepping stone to to, to, to go from. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, a lot yeah. of sense. Okay, okay. <laughs> so now we're at EQ, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, before we get into EQ, I want to yeah. ask you about, um, excuse me, I forgot his name, The who hired you on Shark Tank? Oh, Robert Hertrick. What type of mentorship did he give you? And what type of gems can you share with us that sure. he's given you? Sure. Yeah, I think like Robert was such, um, he's such an icon, like a business icon, Canadian icon, entrepreneur. And I would also just add um, George Frempong, who's the co-founder of that business. Okay. And also one of the first, like, I think most successful black tech co-founders in this country. And a lot of people don't know wow. that he co-founded the business. So I would say him, I would, I feel like I learned a lot about sales mm -hmm. from a mentality. I think I learned a lot about business from Robert. Okay. Um, as it relates to Robert in particular, you know, it was just, it was mindset. It was mentality. He was up earlier than everybody, worked harder than everybody. It wasn't a thing of, you know, he said excuses like nobody cares. And mm -hmm. that's my mentality like mm -hmm. to this day. It was my mentality even before working there. But it was nice to hear that in that he would always say two things. Um, everybody has 24 hours in a day. So I don't want to hear that I'm too tired. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm too small. I'm too big. My family doesn't have anything. Da, da, da. Like we all have 24 hours. So what you do with yours and what I do with mine determines who we are in life. So like his family came here, no money, didn't speak the language, excuses, don't care. Like nobody cares. And then the other thing he really left with me that I say to my sales team and, my, and everybody in my business is like, people are half listening. Remember that. Okay. People are barely listening to what you have to say, but they will remember how you made them feel. Mm. So when you walk into a room it's about presence and it's about, do I remember that person? Mm -hmm. Are you memorable? Because people do business with people who they like. Yeah. The world is that simple. Yeah. And so I think it's about, I, I say this to my salespeople, the thing about me is I'm an acquired taste 
And I know that. <laughs> and, I, and I'm completely okay with that. <laughs> yeah. But what I will allow people to do is know who I am mm-hmm. and then create an opinion from that. I will never shy away yeah. from who I am. I will be who I am 1000. Where does that confidence come from? I think it just comes from like, like parents, like, like, yeah, parents just as far as back as I can remember. And people like joke about this, like, please, but no, no, seriously. Like as far as back as I can remember my, my mom and my dad would always be like, you're Dakota Edwards. You're Dakota Edwards. Nobody can't tell you nothing. Like my middle name's Ray. Mm. Right. So be like, you're Dakota. Nobody can't tell you nothing. Nobody can't talk to you. Like from, I was five, six years old, like going into grade one, like nobody can't talk to me. Nobody can't talk to me with my backpack. Like I just remember that. Yeah. So I think it's that level of confidence. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's like a mentality thing. And I want to make sure that people around me have that mentality. Yeah. Because if you don't, I'm semi annoyed. Like this is the reality. Mm -hmm. Like I just, I I need people who are around me who are like hungry and eager. Mm -hmm. So even all the people, not only that I hire at the company, but also all the talent that we rep, yeah. they have to have that same mentality or yeah. like we're like I'm bored. That competitive stuff. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And we're not going to we're not going to win together. Because I actually remember off camera you saying to me, like you hire people who have a sports background. Definitely. I Talk. like why I like to look for people who have a sports background because you know what it what it feels like to taste to win. Mm-hmm. And you know what it you, feels like to lose. It, exactly. Yeah. And you know what it means to like you can't recreate the feeling of. You know, like you're you're down by two and the shot clock's running down. You have the ball in your hand. Yeah. Like you can't recreate that feeling. Yeah. So you have to know what that feels like and you have to know what it means to be so hungry to win. And I never understood that concept of sore loser. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm a sore loser. Like I never understood that concept. Like even in sports growing up and, and, and act like parents and coaches would be like, oh, don't be a sore loser. Right. And I'm like, but why am I out here? <laughs> like I'm out here to win. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I'm upset. Yeah. And I'll still respect the other team. I'll never disrespect the other team, but I'm upset and I'm pissed off. So I, I want people to like that I'm hiring to have that same level of. Uh, yeah, because if you don't, um, then me and you are not we're not going to bang like it's not going to work mm-hmm. because my how I wake up, every how I treat my business is as a sport. I treat my business as a game and I'm trying to win. Yeah. So if you're on my team, you better want to win. Yeah. And it's not about showing up and doing your best. Nobody has time for doing your best. It's not doing your best. It's get it done. So like you have to come and do that. And if you don't, then it's just not going to work. Yeah. And how's your firing process? (laughs) Yeah, we're not going to get into that. But I think it's just. You, you, it's just about finding people who make sense yes. organically. Yeah. And I recently made a, a fantastic hire uh, that I'm super excited about. It was off gut check and yeah. due diligence. But sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. Yeah. You're going to find people who are great fits. And sometimes you're going to find people who are done. And honestly, it's just no, no hard feelings. Just keep it moving. It is what it is. Next play. Like yeah. I think for me too, my kind of four pillars for my business is number one, trust through transparency, which is mm-hmm. just like be transparent, be 1000, mm-hmm. show up as who you are, Mm -hmm. like I said, give people the opportunity to learn you and just be like a straight shooter, like no bullshit. Like it's tiring, we don't have time. Mm -hmm. Number two, next play mentality. That's like- That's a big one. To me, yeah, it's massive. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Because if you don't have the ability to turn the page, then you're going to upset me with the fact that you keep pulling back the page and we're trying to get to the end of the book. Mm -hmm. Like it's done, you gotta let things go. Mm -hmm. And I think like for business people and entrepreneurs, that's so important Mm -hmm. to like flip the page and keep it pushing. You will lose. 100%. That's okay. Like, like not, not the best shooters don't shoot 10 for 10 from the three line. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're gonna, you're gonna miss Mm -hmm. and that's okay. But it's next play. I think keep going. Like, so I think that's important. 
Um, and then Will to Win. That's like my biggest thing. That was the book that I was featured in. Robert had a book called okay, Will to Win. Okay. I was featured in that book. So I like keep that close to me. Will to Win. But it's just like, yeah, like winning mentality. We are here. We have to compete. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just world class, like have a sense of class and give a, you know, yeah. fuckness yeah, yeah. in terms of what you're doing, like show up and be the best at it. Nobody cares about a jack of all trades. That's a dime a dozen. Mm-hmm. Like have expertise mm-hmm. and be great at what you bring do. something to the table, bring something to the table. And I think people can dabble in a lot of things, but for me, I've never been somebody like I, I need to kind of zone in and own something best. really well yeah. and do that really well. And, and then do, fill in. Yeah. And fill in accordingly, right? Bring really smart. I should never be the smartest people in the person in the room. Yeah. So bring people around you that can help you. But for me, in terms of business, I don't want to dabble in 29,000 things. I want to do one thing and I want to be the best at what I do. Right. Where I know there's a lot of other people who and, and everybody's skill set's different, but mm-hmm. I just know how I am. Like I'm an extremist that way. Yeah. So if I'm doing something, I have to do it a thousand percent. Yeah. Or forget it. Forget it. Yeah. Wow. OK, dope. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into EQ. OK. I've been seeing um, a lot of sign signees. Um, Ooh, yeah, yes, I, I yes. see that. I see them coming in often now. Like I, I see them and I see <laughs> and I see you talking more on social media. Yeah, I see you guys making a name and how, like, how's that going? Like, what are you looking for exactly um, mm-hmm. when you make your, I guess, pitch to say, I want to work with that person or influencer sure. or whatever? Sure. Yeah. So I think that, like, we've been growing. We've probably tripled our roster Jeez. in the last <laughs> few months. So that's big time. Um, and I think for us, it's a combination. We identify people, but they also identify us okay. and come to us and say they want to work with us. I think for me, yeah, I'm looking for people who have an established social following. Okay. Like firstly, because yeah. I'm just- What number? Give me a number. Oof. <laughs> Ish. I mean, engagement a, counts too. The enga- number- yes, engagement absolutely matters. But at a base level, we have to understand what we're doing here, yeah. which is brands are trying to plug into people who have audiences. Yes. So at a base level, I need you to have a decent following, right? Like for me, I don't want to say something that people are going to pigeonhole me to that, but okay. I, but I just, I, I need you want at a least, community, them to have a community. I need an engaged community and really and truly like likely not under a hundred K. Okay. Because at a baseline. That'll that'll be tough. (laughs) That'll be tough. Like in just in terms of the the effort that it takes to get deals done and how brands value audiences. And and because again, you have a hundred K, but then you only have 20% in Canada. True. Like, so we, right. Like, so we had to kind of think about that, but. Because what are they looking for exactly? Yeah. I mean, brands, I think are now more than ever desperate for notable, highly engaged individuals to be the face of their brand because they want to connect with consumers. So if you can differentiate yourself by not only having a highly engaged audience and a big following, but also be like a fun personality Um, and be likable and authentic and authentic, like just be yourself genuinely. And I think a lot of the talent that we work with, they're like, just so good at being who they are. They're very, they're very unique. Yeah. Cause I can't, I mean, I think I'm great at sales. Yeah. Um, and I think our team's great at sales and we can sell, mm-hmm. but I also think you got to give me something to sell True. at the same time. I can't sell air. Yeah. Like yeah, it yeah, needs yeah. to be in my hand tangible. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So I think the talent for us, we're looking like we're looking, we continue to look for top talent. Yeah. Uh, people who have big social media followings across YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, IG. Yeah. For sure. Because I even seen you just make a sign. I, I don't remember her name, but she was like 20 years old. YouTube star. Oh, yeah. Carly Sarah. Yes, dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Filipino Canadian. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest like beauty lifestyle fashion 
um, I would and say she has content creators. I've never seen her content. Yeah, she's what fantastic. She have that you guys. She just has a personality. You're mm. you, you you like, and that's the other thing. You can't teach personality. True. Like I can teach you how to put certain things in place, yeah. but I can't teach you personality. True. Right. Like, so for, for me, I just love her. She's highly engaged and she's just so genuine and she's so fun. Like, I just love her. Like, I think she's great. Okay. Yeah. So personality and a big following. Yeah. And I think like for me too, it's like when I'm bringing talent on, because our business is so team oriented, yeah. when I bring you on, like you're on my team now. Mm-hmm. So I'm riding for you. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, it's almost like family. Absolutely. But I think it's it's like I'm, I I'm want to make you money. I want you to win. I want you to do well because if you're winning, I'm winning. Yes. But also you're on my team. So now people are coming for and, you and you're representing and you. you're representing. Exactly. So yeah. for me, it's like it's yeah, we're 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 invested um, in making sure they do well. And I think that's clear with a lot of the talent that we represent in terms of what they've been able to achieve in short periods of time. Yeah. I think it's clear we're very invested. Yeah. Right. Okay. Dope. What are some of the challenges that you're facing with the the company now? Um. Yeah. I mean, I think challenges like nothing jumps out at me per se. Mm-hmm. I would say just in general, finding like minded people on the hiring side. That's always tough. Oh, true. You know what I mean? Like finding people who have that just the same mentality as you. Like it's so hard. But I feel like when you're like when you are the the founder of your own business, yeah. no one will care as much as you. Mm-hmm. But do you think that too or no? No, I agree. And that's why you have to find different ways to motivate people. True. So we're putting in different comp structures, uh, equity share pools, uh, bonus structures to allow people incentives. To, to incentives to to care mm-hmm. um, separately. Yeah, my two brothers are, are partners in the business as well Lovely. and oh. come from a sports background. So like we get it. Yeah. We're bringing others in who get it. But for me, it's to identify very quickly if you get it or not. Because if you don't get it, then um, we, we just have to, ways. we got to part ways because yeah. I just, I don't have the time. Time is money, literally. And it's just, we're, it's competitive. Like every day we're competing. We're going up against people who are bigger, who want to eat our food. Yeah. So we, so we have to compete yeah. and show up every day as to why we're the best and why we're number one. And I think in Canada, it's becoming pretty no, clear. No, you're, you're making that, a name. It's loud. It's getting loud. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. Dope. So you mentioned your two brothers. How important is family business mm. and what does it mean to you? Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, I mean, I brought, like, I love my brothers. Anybody who knows me knows my relationship. Are you the, with old, my brothers. You're the oldest? I'm the oldest. Yes, okay. yes. And then Michael and then Evan. Okay. And so the goodness about us working together is that initially there was some friction just in that friction in that like we couldn't separate brother sister with business like we were you know sometimes we'd get in arguments this is years ago yeah but we've done a fantastic job now and i think everybody can see that and coming into the business like if you watch us in our office we walk in between the hours of nine to five it's strictly business like there's no time for foolishness. No family There's, talks. No, we don't yeah. have time. We're busy. Yeah. And if you have time to talk about family talks, you're not that busy. Mm-hmm. So we have lots of things to do. And so I think between the hours of nine to five, we've done a great job of like creating those blocks, blockades to allow us to function as a business mm-hmm. and get to that level. We don't think take shit personally. Yeah. Right. Like me and Michael can get into it. Michael and Evan can get into it vice versa. And, and then we shut the door at five and then we're family. Yeah. So it, it takes that level of discipline, but that's not an overnight thing. Yeah. That takes time. Uh, and so no, they're they're critical to the business. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't be anywhere wow. close to what it is if they weren't giving it just as much as I am in their respective buckets of the business. Okay. So okay. It's, it's exciting. That, that's dope. That's dope. You don't really hear too much of that family business. Well, especially in our culture too, right? For sure. So for sure. 
Congratulations yeah. to that. Thank you, know? you. Um, where do you see like your future plans for the business? Um, so for me, like I think the business is already expanding. So we kind of have EQ talent, which is yeah. all the different talent sections, the yes. creators, athletes, collegiate. Yes. Then we have the creative, which is like the agency. Yes. And then we're gonna launch probably next quarter EQ Ventures, which what is, is gonna about? be it's gonna be um co like ventured businesses that we launch with our talent. Oh. Okay. So as an example, Carly Sarah is going to launch a lipstick yeah, and we're going to launch that with her. Okay. Right. So it's going to be like a co-branded business yeah. exercise. So, so you'll be like the venture capitalist. Kind essentially of like it's, yeah. So there'll, there'll be a few different pieces on the back pieces on the back end, but yeah. essentially we're going to come together and launch profitable businesses leveraging their personal brands. We see, I mean, love or, or hate, and this is to everybody's opinion. I love the Kardashians. I love Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Like for me, she is just like the definition She's of business. Bi yeah. But people don't take her seriously. They should sit down and take some notes. <laughs> yeah. Like it's very evident to me, this woman, how business savvy she is mm -hmm. and how, and just in general, that that, that family understands leverage personal brand, build profitable business. Mm. Every single one of them has Break a that brand. down for me. Okay. So what do you mean? Leverage personal brand, build, build profitable, profitable business. business. Break it down. So Kim. Yeah. So is, Kim Kardashian, she has a mass following across social media. Yes. People love her. People know her. She's leveraging her celebrity. Yes. Right. To launch fragrances, to launch exactly. skims, mm -hmm. to launch like uh, Chloe, good American, like all these different brands and why? Yeah. Cause people just want to be near them. Yeah. People just want to be associated to their, to their thing. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's what I mean. I think people with big enough followings and, but, but also you can go down a rabbit hole of like starting businesses that never do well. So you have mm -hmm. to figure out who you're going into business with. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why I think our expertise and our background will allow our talent to actually create a business that will be profitable. Mm -hmm. And if we have anything to do with it, we're going to be working day in and day out to get, yeah. get it done. So we're excited Jeez, for that. Jeez. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let me ask you in business so far, what mm -hmm. has been like your biggest loss? Hmm. Okay. And that, that one that hit the heart of like, wow, Dakota, like fuck this one up. Yeah. Yeah. Loss. I mean, well, I'll first start with saying, and this was something my dad would always used to say to me. And in Brampton, my house, I had it kind of painted on my, you know, in my basement, my bedroom on the, what are the, what are those called? Like the, the baseboard or Yo, something, the frame. Yeah, yeah. the frame, but it's uh when you lose, don't lose the lesson. True. So this is a big one for me. So like for me losing, I always like, and I know it's so cliche to say, but I do, I look at it as an opportunity to like take that and just make sure that shit never happens again. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think a lot of people lose and they keep doing the same shit over and over and not like rejigging. But in terms of like big lesson um, or big loss, I would just say at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, because our, our 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 initial focus of the of the company was very focused on brand and being marketing and sales consulting, and a lot of businesses at the beginning of the pandemic um, paused kind of their like marketing and sales initiatives naturally because people were dying and there was a global pandemic, mm -hmm. like naturally, mm -hmm. like I understand that. Mm -hmm. um, so typically the marketing budget is the first to go. And so we had a lot of kind of tough conversations with certain brand partners where they were cutting budgets and we kind of had to just sit there and figure it out. But that's what almost forced me to make the pivot mm -hmm. to the to talent because I realized, okay, well, brands really want to plug in digitally online now more than ever. Yes. And then it's like, okay. Influencers right now. Ex exactly. So like that was, that was big and that was exciting. 
Um, and then I just happened to have um, a friend who also was in the space, Brandon Gomez, who ended up leaving CP24 and mm, going into starting his own he's YouTube well. show. He's yeah. killing it. Yeah. So like that was exciting. So I got to kind of be a part of that and understand the process of it. So I think for me, it's just like, it was an opportunity. You had to jump in. Mm. You had, it was kind of a timing thing. You mm. got to know when to ride the wave. You got to know when to ride, like jump off, yeah. jump on. But it was one of those things where I was like, oh, this, this could be interesting. Yeah. And then it just snowballed. Okay. Over time. Okay. Dope. Yeah. What type of impact when it's all said and done, uh -huh. do you want to leave? Ooh, <laughs> impact. Um, I mean, for me, there's not a lot that motivates me or pushes me outside mm -hmm. of like business. Well, two key things I'd say, yeah, my daughter. Yes. I'd say firstly. Um, and that's where I think what got my business to even where it is quite frankly, because mm. I started my business and two months later, I found out I was pregnant. Mm. So um, now it's not, oh, you're doing this for funsies. Like, mm. no, 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 you're doing this because you have to do it because now you are, are responsible for a human being. Um, and I think like even at that time, I was like living in Trelawney, Jamaica, and I was driving from Trelawney, Jamaica, well, pregnant every day, driving to Montego Bay to get internet because where I lived didn't have internet for the first two years. So like also when we talk about like people like, Again, caring and the effort and like grinding it out and not making excuses. Like I was full blown pregnant driving 45 minutes each way every day to sit down and get internet. Like I don't have time <laughs> to hear from anybody <laughs> yeah. about they can't do it because they're too tired or they're too like, please, yeah. honestly, I, I don't care. Yeah. Like I just don't have time for that. So I think for me, number one, like she's my number one driver, which is I want her to have all the things Instead of things I didn't have, because I had a great life, I had a great childhood, I never went without, but I want her to just be set up and be good. Mm -hmm. That's my number one thing. And then number two, just for myself, it's winning. Like I just want to win. So I want to leave some type of, you know, legacy. Mm -hmm. I think we're already building that mm -hmm. with my me and my brothers, but just continue to build that. And then ideally, um, you know, my daughter might, my daughter might come in and run the show. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. To be determined. But I could foresee that. She just already has that yeah, like. That, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so we'll see. That leads me actually to my next question, because I feel like you spend most of your day in that mode. Right? Yes. When do you get a chance to be vulnerable? Okay. <laughs> You're really going there. <laughs> <laughs> We're really going there. Really? Um, okay. So what are you referring to? Like just in general? Just in general. We'll keep it general. Yeah. I mean. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, I don't really, I mean, for certain people, they'll yes. get that out of me. Okay. Fair. Right. For certain individuals. Yes. Fair. But outside of that, I don't have time for that. Yeah. Like. You're just on go. I'm just on go mode. It's just. Da -da 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 -da. So, you know vulnerability in some respects can sometimes be confused as weakness. I've got over that. Okay. I've shifted my mindset from that. Cause okay. before when I was younger, I was like, Oh, that's me being weak. I'm showing weakness. Yeah. I'm weak. But everyone has their bad day. Yeah, exactly. So vulnerability is not about it being weak. I think it's just opening that only certain people will get that side of me. Okay. That's not for everybody. Yeah. Fair. So it does happen. It's boundaries too, right? Exactly. It does happen on occasion, but yeah, it's not an everyday occurrence. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> That's uh, for sure. And I mean, it's funny because if you remember, I'm going to call you out. If you remember, you called me 
and said to me, um, I'm building my business and I'm, I need some, I need two things. I need a woman yes. and I need an asshole. Yes. I and did I was say like, that. whoa, why are you calling me an asshole? But I think, but I think also too, just the, the perception of being on and then just not taking no shit. Yeah. Then again, it can sometimes be, you know, construed as asshole, but I'm also like, eh, okay, I'm kind of an asshole, but also not really in that I just care so much. No, I'm you not have a winning will- mentality and I've always knew that off camera, obviously. For sure. Yeah. Where it's just like, I'm not going to let people get in the way of me winning. 100%. So it's like, I do feel that way of like, if you're not with me, you are against me 100%. and I'll do anything 100%. to ensure you don't win. Uh, like that's just me. Yeah. 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 So it's right. So it's like, is that asshole-ish? I don't know. It's wanting to win sports. It's competitiveness. Maybe. Yeah. So we heard it here. So I'm going to get this to hundred <laughs> K. I'm going to get that community popping. Yeah! Then I'm going to bring it to the table. Like, what do we got? What do I got to do here? Here we go. I love remember it. that. I remember it's that. It's on camera. Okay. I promise you that I oh will be God. under EQ. I promise you. Okay. I'm being, like, I love that. Uh, I love that. Like, am I, I promise okay. you. Okay. This is I, big. I, this is big. I bet. believe it. Okay. So a couple questions that I ask every mm-hmm. guest. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is, what is the best advice you've gotten? And what's the worst advice you've gotten? You don't have to say names, obviously. Sure, sure, sure. Um... Yeah. So best advice I've gotten, uh, when people show you who they are, believe them Mm. the first time. Mm. Yeah. So that's good advice in all aspects, not just business, but personally, obviously, like when people show you who they are, believe them in that don't waste time. Life is so precious and time is our most valuable asset. We can't buy it back. So to me, it's just, you know, building relationships, whether personal relationships, business relationships, anything, cultivating like interactions. It's important um, that when people show you they're not worthy of that, drop that quick mm. and keep it pushing. Bar. Right? Bar. Like, so Bar. it's just like, for real. Bar. Because for me, it's like, how many times? And it gets kind of silly where it's like, you're wondering why, like, you don't want to be around clowns anymore, but you keep going to the circus. Mm. Why go to the circus? You don't want to be around clowns, but you're going to the circus. Now I'm the clown. I'm showing up here and I'm the clown. Bar. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just getting stupid. So I think from <laughs> <laughs> You can tell this one is very personal. <laughs> Dead. Um, but no, no. For me, that would be my best advice. Yeah. And I'm handing that out left, right, and center all day. I'm handing that advice out to everybody who's willing to listen. Yeah. Okay. That would be my best advice. Um worst advice I'd ever I've ever got. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this because I, because I do think that this is bullshit and I think women get this a lot, Mm -hmm. right. Which is like, oh, but you know, you kind of got to like play the part. Okay. So play the part, not only in business, Uh but in relationships. Okay. So twofold. Okay. So for business, it's like, well, women, like you kind of got to play the part, you know, play the game, like, which is. I'm a woman, so I don't want to step on men's egos and say something. And, you know, I kind of got to like reel myself back Mm -hmm. and don't be my 100% version of myself. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's a unique thing I think that happens with women where for me, it's like, no, I haven't bought into that. I'm showing up as myself every day. I'm not playing this part of pretending to care if I'm hurting people's feelings. I don't care. And I'm not concerned about how men perceive me. It is what it is. So Mm -hmm. I think like, that one, I think, you know, just being like yourself. And I, I was told from certain, like, you know, kind of toe the line 
reel that in Dakota. Yeah. Right. Cause you're, you're a bit too much. Mm. I've been told that my whole life. Yeah. I'm too much. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just like, okay. again, acquired taste. Yeah. Not for everybody. And I'm okay. And with you that. know that. And I know that. And I'm okay <laughs> with it. It's a, yeah. it's, it's a membership group. <laughs> it's not for everybody. Yeah, 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 so that's yeah. okay. No. So I think that, and then in, in relationships, again, it's that like, Oh, women, you know, you gotta let the man be the man. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I, I, I just, that's not gonna fly with you. It's not. <laughs> I just, well, it's, it's not even like it's not gonna fly with me. Like, I respect men mm-hmm. and I respect women. Everybody should be who they are, but I'm not gonna dim my light, like, put some sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. My light's bright, buddy. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not dimming down. Yeah. So I just think, like, finding somebody who also, um, is yeah. okay. Gets that. And gets that. Yeah. So I think, like, yeah, I don't wanna be boxed. In. And it's, it's people that are around you that, uh, uh, have their ego in check too, right? For sure. Yeah. Like I th- in, ge- in general, like, in and general. I think, but it's all, it's good to have a sense of ego um, and a sense of pride. Like if you can back it up, I'm one of the cockiest people. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. Right. Like if you have something to back it up, yeah. step in and, and be loud. Yeah. Like I'm okay with that. I'm not intimidated by that. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. I like it yeah. quite frankly. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking for people that have that sense of like, yeah, I'm a big deal. Like, and yes, like I'm okay with it. Where I think people like shy away yeah. a little bit from that. Right. Okay. All right. Dope. So the next question that I ask everybody is cause I want to make predictions on this show. Cause I want to play it back. Absolutely. Okay. I've already made one prediction that I want to be represented. I want to, I want that deal. When it's right. I want to earn it. I don't want, I don't, I, I just want to earn it. I want to deserve it. You I love it. I love that. But the next thing is where do you see yourself in five years? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm not my my this this would be funny, like because my brother, Michael, who's like a big like, you know, in five years from now, 10 years from now, like he's a long game guy Mm -hmm. Um, where for me, quite honestly, Mm -hmm. I'm just not like a long play thinker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just don't work that way. Okay. so for me, I'm like, what am I getting done tomorrow? Yeah. What (laughs) am I getting done like this month? I may be thinking from a business perspective, like quarterly, three months at a time, 90 days. I don't really think past that. Honestly, I I just don't. Like for me, I'm like, what can I get done now? I want to win every day. Yes. Every day I'm winning. And so you're always in the moment. Yeah. So it'll lead to long-term success. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. And I also think too many people get bogged down, like in the, oh, well, in a year from now, in two years from now, what about right now? Yeah. Because tomorrow's not guaranteed. Facts. I just think it's audacious how many people I sit down and hear like, oh yeah, like, well, in five years and 10 years, I'm going to, it's like, buddy, you might not be here. Why are you talking about in five years, 10 years? Like do something today Yeah. and stop waiting. Yeah. And it's a semi excuse, but I do understand that some people are fearful of starting. I think I wasn't fearful of starting. It's like my it's like I drive standard. So it was like like my fucking, my clutch like yeah, yeah. wouldn't go. Yeah. I wanted to start, but I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. That was my, and then as soon as I started my business, yeah. boom, that's, bucks the corner, gone. That's it. But I think, so I think a lot of people like sit down and wait, 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 stop waiting. The hardest part is starting. 
But once you start, just start life's goodness. Mm-hmm. Like, look at this for you in this experience. I'm sure you sat down and thought about this a lot. I thought about it a lot for one, because again, we talked, I'm introverted. So I'm like, oh my God, to be in front of the yeah. camera now, I'm so used to being behind the camera. Yeah. So this was obviously, it was, it was, it was scary to for be sure. honest for me. And so, yeah. but then again, I'm a person that likes to tackle their fears. Mm-hmm. And like, it's fun to do that for yeah. me. Yeah. So to put myself in this position, it's like, wow, then what else can I do? Exactly. What else can I do? Exactly. You know? And that, and that's the one thing for me too. And like, I know this will sound so ridiculous, but quite honestly, like I've never said out loud, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get this done. And then I don't get it done. I'm the same way, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, so I trust myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty confident that if I say out loud, I'm going to do this, then I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And I think like for people, and I'm not like a big, like manis- manifestation person mm-hmm. um, in that like, but I just, it's not about that. It's about put it down and just work towards the goal and make it happen. That is manifestation though. Sure. But I mean like flowy, I like, like just, just close your eyes. Like, no, you got to do some work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like just close your eyes and like hope for the best. Yeah, like yeah. I hate that fluff shit. Yeah. But I also think, yeah, I think if you, if you think you can do it, you, you probably can. And you're probably in your own way. Like it's probably Bar. you. It's not. Bar. It's nobody else. Okay, dope. Shit, that was a packed interview. But before we go, yeah. I want to let I want to I want you to let everybody know how they can contact you. Cool, absolutely. So mainly IG, <laughs> not on all the other platforms just yet. <laughs> we're busy. <laughs> Haven't had a sec. Um, but yeah, mainly through IG. So we're EQX Sales Dope. on IG. Okay. Um, and I have a personal account. I see a lot of people trying to follow me on personal nah, account, but I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm just my personal account. My personal yeah, account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Family. literally like yeah. So follow me on my business yeah, account. Fair, fair, fair. Others well. are in there, but it's fine. It'll trickle to me yeah. if it makes. Makes sense. Yeah. And um, that's where that's where you'll find us. Okay, dope. Do you have any last words to say? Anything you want to say that I didn't touch? Anything? No, I just think like this is exciting. I think I, I, I'm happy for you. Thank I you. think this is great. I think some of the insight that it's going to provide to people is is goodness because uh, I think there's a lot of fluff out there. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's good to to have a space where people can actually gain like tangible knowledge, um, knowledge and insight, particularly um, from the black community. Yeah. And I know you and I talked about yeah. this and I'm going to leave that, <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it's important. I think it is. Um, because even for me, like I said, like I worked for George Fram Hong, who's one of the only black tech like co-founders in the country. Yeah. And so even being there, the I only worked with one other woman and there was like a sprinkle of black people. So <laughs> I think it's just, it, it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think this is great. I think Thank you're you. doing a good job and Thank you. looking forward to Thank the, you to the signing day. Yeah, 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 it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I don't want to put a time on it because we're not in control of time, Yeah, but it, it's, it's already there. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just, I'm just going to work towards it. Of course. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I just think people got to grind, grind it out. People exactly. don't think it's e- People think it's easy. No. And I even think right now, like how you're like, Oh, I see you on social. Oh, I think yeah. I see you. It's like, yeah, buddy, I've been doing this for five years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I've been doing this for five years, yeah. not one, yeah. not two. And I'm just starting to see the, the, the explosion. But this happen. is what I'm saying. This things take time, yeah. but people are too quick, quick, quick. Yeah. People want things like that. Yeah. And that's not how life works. And actually that's a good point because even, um, 
I have a network that has some bigger names, sure. right? But I won't put them on. I won't. I don't want to interview them yeah. right now. I sure. want to go through the process. Yeah. I want to get forty episodes down yeah. so yeah. I can figure out my groove. Of course, and We're then fine. start to ask. Yeah. Do my ask. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm actually that process thing. I, I I'm a believer of the process because yeah. um, the good stuff happens in the process. Well, exactly. Yes. And I think people like, for me, watching people now, I just think people are in just the digital economy and like people just want things so fast, 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 mm-hmm. overnight, overnight. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's not gonna happen overnight. You have to put in the work. And that's the difference. Like it steps zero to a thousand to get to the top of the mountain, yes. right? I'm running a bit faster than most people yep. and I just don't give up. Yep. It's not that I'm a rocket scientist and it's not that I'm smarter than everybody in the room. I work harder yeah. and on, on, on step 735, when you gave up, yep. I kept going. Yeah. That's like it. it's, it's that simple, <laughs> but I, I think people overthink it mm-hmm. and they think, oh, I got to have the secret sauce. Nobody just keep going, go, 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 go. And don't stop. Yeah. You'll be surprised what happens. Another bar. Jeez. All right. That's episode 10. <laughs> thank you for coming. Honestly, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank I you. I really appreciate it. That's episode 10. Black is even rich with Dakota and Corey. Dang. Everything black on black.